0: Welcome to the Aging Hipster Rewatch. I am Bob Serrano. This week, we are asking the following question Does historical accuracy really matter if Donnie N is starring in your movie? First up, <laughs> <The answer's> <laughs> <no>. <laughs> First up, the answer is no. First up to answer this question is Agent Hipster Rewatch co host Toby Crines. How are you doing?
1: Doing great. Really excited to be here with a uh, fellow musician.
0: And that fellow musician is from the Boothin podcast. It is y'all, y'all. Thank you so much for coming on the show.
2: What's up? What's up? Super happy to be here.
0: So, can you kind of uh, tell us about your podcast?
2: Yeah, sure. It's a, a freestyle hip hop oriented podcast uh, that kind of frames a story or just some general thoughts for the week. It runs about the the length of a dog walk or a commute, and um, at the end of like twenty or thirty minutes, I spit a freestyle uh, based on some like little note cards I make throughout. Uh, and try to, you know, address different topics. So that's pretty much the uh, long and short of it. And it's available just on all streaming platforms.
0: Well, that sounds great. And how long have you been doing it for?
2: Um, I just did episode 20. So only since November, beginning
0: of November. Oh. How are you liking it so far?
2: Uh, You know, it's a, it's a slow grind, but I, I enjoy it a lot. You know, I'm not really doing it for uh, anything other than just, you know, I like making music. I, I love podcasts. So, um, yeah. you know, I'm liking it it's a, it's interesting.
1: I was curious how how you get into this, um, the free, uh, the the freestyling thing, you know, like what led you there?
2: Uh, yeah, I was a kid. Um, you know, I was born in nineties. So I kind of came up in the era of Eminem when, you know, any little kid who looks like myself was going to try and be him. I had a cousin who was in the freestyling, uh, and we used to just walk around. I, I grew up in like a, little trailer park and we like to imagine that we were kind of hardcore and we just walk around and freestyle. And I mean, it was, you know, it was probably garbage for the first 15 years I was doing it or something. But, um, but yeah, just, I just wanted to be like my cousin and I loved Eminem. So that was kind of the, uh, how I got to that point.
0: If we do, uh, an eight mile rewatch, will you be a part of that?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I've had a lot of good times with that factory scene with Brittany Murphy as a uh <laughs> in the eighth grade, um, but but absolutely, that'd be great.
1: All right, the, the one thing I'd say, like to our listeners, um, the, the podcast is really, I mean, I've never heard anything like it. Like, um, you know, like like y'all, y'all said here, it's like uh, you know, you do like this intro that's kind of like a freestyle con- solo conversation type of thing, and then and then he gets into the rap, and the most recent one. Uh, just was like it, it was really um, insightful to me because it was like this beat based on coughing, which with coronavirus, it was just like I was like, wow, that's great. <laughs> like it was just like a nice timely art piece that really hit me in a really positive way.
2: Yeah, um, I, I, I felt kind of tasteless, but I had to go for the jugular on that one. But yeah, I appreciate <laughs> I, it. Thank you for the, the kind <laughs> words. And thank you for having me on your show. Um,
0: yeah, no problem. And then once again, there's Boothin, B-O-O-T-H-I-N apostrophe no g not boothing
1: no this is yeah, not, not correct that's, english that's even though y'all y-
0: y'all's an english teacher <laughs> yeah, yeah no, <laughs> english. gotta
2: wear my mask well out here yeah. So. yeah
0: all right let's get into the movie Ip man plot summary is during the japanese invasion of 1937 when the wealthy martial artist is forced to leave his home and work to support his family he reluctantly agrees to train others in the art of Wing Chun for self-defense it was released on the 12th of December 2008. It had a limited release in the US in 2010. The tagline is In the Last Great War, One Man Defied an Empire. What do you think, Toby? Uh, just perfect. Yeah.
1: yeah. You, you standing for that, that Chinese honor that these, uh, I've noticed a lot of the current, you know, the more like, let's say, uh, 21st century. Uh, martial arts movie or kung fu movies like they, they tend to like be about Chinese honor and this yeah. was no exception like
0: yeah if you see some of the like newer like uh, Chinese martial art you could like say someone like like a movie like hero even though that's that is a very it's a great movie but at the end of it the the main moral of the story according to them is all under one banner which is sort mm-hmm. of like for the Chinese Communist Party right so it's subtle it's like little subtle stuff like that mm-hmm
2: oh yeah huh? yeah um Mom is definitely perhaps the greatest piece of propaganda i've ever you know <laughs> been a fan of uh, i'm a big fan
0: of it so yeah uh, but this was directed by wilson yip written by Ed, uh edmund wong Tylee chan and it stars donnie Freakin yin simon yam and siu uh siu wong fan it the fight choreography is by samuel hung Uh, The budget was around uh, $11.7 million It made around $22 million worldwide, mostly in Asia during this year it spawned whatever five movies or something like that the critic consensus was for it man at once beholden to the established conventions of the genre and delightfully subversive to them it man is one of the most exciting and refreshingly character-driven martial arts films in years it got 85 percent from the critic tom- uh, tomato meter 93 percent an audience score so let's start off with the first question for toby and y'all y'all and we'll start off with toby first what did you think about this movie over, overall? I loved it. Um,
1: it was like you mentioned Hero. It, it was basically the hero's uh, message with a different plot. You know, um, I so like comparing it, like sandwiching it between the raid and the raid two. And then on the other side, uh, the 78 version of Drunken Master. This is like it really for me, it sits right in the middle. It's got some of the it's got the beautiful choreography of the raid, like really stellar whatever the director and all that put into it, it, it came out really beautifully. Um, and, uh, but not the graphic violence, at least not to the same extent as you'd see in the raid. It was, uh, there was a lot of fighting without, you know, a lot of friendly sparring happening that was more, more similar in, in style to, you know, in terms of less blood and whatever to the uh, drunken master. And what do you think y'all, y'all?
2: I mean, this movie is uh, just a slam dunk in terms of how hype it makes me feel. Uh, this is one <laughs> I've, I've been lucky enough to get, you know, several friends to watch with me um, over time, and just even people who would say, you know, well, uh, you know, subtitles, I don't know, or you know, I'm not really into martial arts. Uh, generally, anyone who uh, I, I don't, I haven't shown this movie to anyone who doesn't like it. But uh, you know, of course, choreography is great. I'd like to shout out the score, uh, very moving. Um, even when there's moments, I don't want to say there's some corny moments, but, um, maybe there's some some turns of plot where, you know, I just kind of buy into it because just the sound, you know, the music, uh, everything is so, uh, I don't know how to put it inspirational, but I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just a good time. Uh, you know, by the end of it, you really understand how I got those swollen, bloody knuckles and, uh, and you're, you know, I mean, I'm a little bloodthirsty at the end of it. Like you mentioned, it's not too gory, but, um, in that 10 v 1 fight uh mm-hmm. i definitely you know i've watched uh one two and three and uh you know nothing really compares to this first one so it's just a, a unique movie
0: yeah that 10 verse one is pretty epic especially when he breaks that one japanese guy's leg when he does like oh, the yeah uh, yeah crack and so yeah. it's still, it still has a little bit of that graphicness yeah. and so y'all y'all it doesn't matter that it's in no way historically accurate
2: Oh, I I don't care, but I'm I have a, one of my best friends and I have had an argument about this with other movies, but no, I mean I I you know it's a movie, it's kind of like um I'm of the same camp with like memoirs, you know anybody it's you know anytime even if I try to tell an event as accurately as possible, it's still going to be you know with a, a y'all y'all tint over the uh the action there. So no, I I don't personally care, but I'm not a purist um so. <laughs>
0: What do you think Toby? Uh, in this case
1: it didn't bother me. There there've been other cases where um where it has bothered me like other movies that non martial arts but this one I I you know I didn't to me it it was so sensational even from the first second of the movie where they're like here's this town where there's all these martial arts schools and it's like <laughs> all they talk and think about they eat yeah. drink martial arts and they're all yeah. you know so to me like the whole premise was sensational and you know
0: yeah, just go along with it and yep. not get too bogged down. I was trying to think of what would be kind of like an American, some of the these Chinese films that's, that we've watched, like they have these historical characters like Ip Man and Wang Fei Hung, who actually did, they did. Actually exist, but then they just take that person. And they, they send them on these wild adventures that that right. that, that they didn't really do, like Wang Pei <laughs> Hung with the drunken boxy and stuff. And right. other times, Wang Pei Hung is is like a really kind of just like straight laced uh, doctor or something like that. And so I was trying to think of uh, it's was, it was almost like if we take someone like from like uh, Mister Holland from Mister Holland's Opus, and then right. but and then he make him into like a Nazi hunter or something, <laughs> and that's what he did, and then. He returned, i don't know right. i thought it's just kind of funny how they just kind of take it they're like oh yeah this is this guy seems fine and we're, yeah let's just go you know who cares and even Itman's man's son was on location as like kind of the he's just kind of there to oversee everything and it's like <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so i yeah. hope when when it comes time for my biopic to be done that my son does a does me a solid like it man's son does
1: you know know, i gotta say like the thing that pisses me off more than ruining you know taking biopics on a tangent is uh like lord of the rings i cannot watch that trilogy because it doesn't like it they just all the cool stuff of the book is missing and they replaced it with with just like beautiful visuals you know (laughs) right
0: well, that'll be interesting. We should get into it. Just have you just like be angry non stop for hours <laughs> on the internet.
2: Just have you sitting like a clockwork orange with your eyes peeled open. <laughs> the Hobbit trilogy and the extended editions and see right. if you yeah. maintain your sanity afterwards. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. So this all happened in 2008. This was when It Man was released. Uh, so what was happening in 2008? So me and Toby, we were in Minneapolis at the time. Was I? Is this when I quit playing music? When I retired? 2006 was your last gig. Oh, so I keep <laughs> on forgetting. <kidding. laughs> I was a couple of years uh, removed from that, just kind of living in St. Paul, and I think, were you still at the Carlson School of Business, Toby? No, I,
1: I had left there. Lisa and I had met in 2008, and so it was oh. kind of like starting this new chapter in my life.
0: Oh, all downhill from there? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she doesn't even listen to this, so we don't have to worry about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How about you, y'all? Y'all, where were you at?
2: I was a freshman at uh, UNC, so I was just kind of getting my feet wet and thinking I was a grown up living in the dorms, you know. Um,
0: Wolfpack, right?
2: Uh, no, the Rams. But I Wolfpack sounds cooler. We can we can just um, you know we oh. can revise that bit of history. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I wasn't treating my liver too well, and uh, <laughs> you know, just making those mistakes you you make, I guess, when you uh, get out of a. Uh, a very religious house for a stretch so
0: i totally understand when i was 18 i went to college for the first time it got to the point in the second semester and i don't think either of my parents listened to this so i'm going to i'm going to come clean that at the end of the second semester i had actually forgotten where my classes were so even <laughs> if i wanted to go to uh try to salvage anything it would have mattered because i didn't know where the heck they were great investment yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah.
2: now you know with the uh, the quarantines going on, you don't really have that excuse. You know, like I'm oh, lost I lost my laptop. I can't find it for my phone. I don't know where classes.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know. You know what's great? Um, I that's my nightmare, Bob. Wake. What? I still have this nightmare every now and then where I wake up and like you know I'm in the dream. I wake up and like, oh shit, where where are my classes? Like I don't remember where to go.
0: Yeah. What else happened in 2008? The number uh, first thing that kind of hit everybody is the global financial crisis. Um, the housing bubbles uh, popped. Barack Obama was elected the 44th U.S. president. And China hosts the Summer Olympics. Top grossing movies of 2008. Number one, The Dark Knight, followed by Iron Man, Indiana Jones, and The Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls. That's something that I can never watch again. That is, uh, it's, it's like... There's that South Park episode where right where they had like George Lucas yeah. and they yes, <laughs> like <yes>. abusing, like, <laughs> <laughs> and that is so true. Like when I, they oh, go ahead, Toby.
1: I was thinking I got to say the only Indiana Jones movie I can rewatch is the
0: the Holy Grail. Oh, the Last Crusade. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like them all. I love them all. I, even the first one, the second mm-hmm. one, the Temple of Doom. Sure, I can. I get it. Like it's it's a little it's a little different, but mm-hmm. I like them all.
2: Monkey brain soup. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. short oh, round.
0: Yeah. Oh, we should yeah. just watch it and see how short round. That probably did not age that well, but. <laughs> Speaking that of Dr. Brains. Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: We're asking for it. Um, yeah. The, uh, uh, but, you know, as it happens, I have some Asian American friends who are our age. And oh. that, that actor was there. They're like, we love that guy. He was the only asian american guy in movies period around you know that they ever saw that was oh, really? a legit role you know um, yeah,
2: a bleak period for uh american <laughs> cinema and yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah right yeah
0: all right what else happened this year uh four, no, no i'm sorry we're going still going through the four the top grossing movies hancock wally i love wally kung fu panda madagascar escape to africa twilight quantum of solace james bond movie and horton here's a who Y'all, y'all. What? Which of those was your favorite of that ten?
2: Oh man, uh, I mean, The Dark Knight was just—you know—that was just something else. Uh, that was a—that was a moment, and uh, you know, in culture for everyone. Uh, you know, Heath Ledger situation aside, I, but I think that kind of added to. Um, Uh, i mean that movie is just one of my favorite movies still
0: it had an amazing opening
1: and Uh, i was actually thinking the the end is great when it you know ends with like uh, i think the dark knight text and he like just rides off into like the darkness and he's being chased by the police and yeah
2: yeah and he you know he just leaves the joker hanging there Mm, by a a thread um Mm. but also from this list just an honorable mention for kung fu panda uh big Mm -hmm. jack black fan from childhood here so um Gotta love Kung Fu Panda and that kind well, of. Tell
1: me about that. Crazy. So my kids just today they know Jack Black now because he's in like um, uh, some kids shows. Like he makes an appearance on PBS and like you know. Um, yeah. But what were your favorite Jack Black moments?
2: Um, you mean like generally or in that movie or just just
1: generally? Yeah. It oh man. Um, even.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when I was in middle school, Tenacious D kind of had, was had popped. Um, you know, and so mm-hmm. anything you know, I was a big Weird Al fan. Uh anything, you know, joking you know, anything with like dick jokes and guitars it's an instant hit. <laughs> but um and then of course School of Rock kinda like married all of that and every kid wanted to like fantasize that they got to or you know, that's that that was my thing is I just love to imagine like, oh, what if I got snuck off to some CD right. battle of the band? You know, what if I got kidnapped and uh, learn how to play guitar, like that would be so yeah. cool. Um, so yeah, School of Rock, and uh, also he's in this movie called Orange County with a. Uh, oh Orange yeah. On. Even though that movie, you know, the holdup is kind of weak over time, but he's still hilarious in that movie um, as the kind mm. of like strung out, burnout brother type. I mean, those are some of the things, but. I'm just, I'm a fanboy. Also, uh, last recommendation there's a movie called Bernie he made uh, that's very good, where he uh, like snaps. He's a, kind of in an abusive relationship type thing with an older woman, and uh, it's based on a true story. And that's a great kind of comedy, drama type mm-hmm.
0: movie. I could not find Ip Man on this top grossing thing wherever. <laughs> it did not sell that many <laughs> tickets in there, but it did win a lot of awards out there. They won. Best film at the twenty eighth Hong Kong Film Awards. Best action choreography: Samuel Hung, and then Tony Leung, uh, who's the other choreographer during that, and won a bunch of awards, including the second Iron Elephant Awards, which I don't know what that is, but it sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Best picture, best action choreography, and best actor Donnie Yen. So yes, and then I like y'all, y'all said like it spawned a whole bunch of sequels as well. So let's get into the first Ip Man slash uh, Donnie Yen quiz our first quiz of the night so let's take a little time to have a quiz about our favorite wing chunk teacher and also donnie freaking yen all right we're gonna start off with y'all y'all if you do not get all this right, right toby can try to steal this who is it man's most famous student
2: i mean bruce lee you yeah know, so I, I, I think
0: <laughs> this is pretty much the only reason why it got made yet man yeah became yeah characters because right. he he was the wing chunk teacher of bruce lee in hong kong and it's even on some of the promotional stuff so well,
1: and, and that the Ip Man character makes it into some at least one of the bruce lee films like uh you know it's his teacher and i want to say Ip Man's son played the Ip Man character in at least one of the bruce lee m- movies
0: that's right i mean there's so many Ip Man movies out right now it's it's pretty it's pretty crazy it, it is incredibly crazy okay second one Toby, was wing chung really invented by a woman
1: i don't know where this question's coming from so i think it must be true
0: <laughs> i'm gonna say yes <laughs> oh. oh you don't remember that during this movie i think it was i forgot who it was it might have been the bandit who was making fun of wing chung because it was invented by a woman is that does that sound correct y'all y'all
2: yes yeah in that uh it, it's the bandit who uh is in that first closed door fight scene correct Mm-hmm. The guy. I who think comes so. in. Yeah, and he uh and whenever he goes into his stance, you know, he's like Wing Chung, you know, that's woman's fighting um, before uh, yeah. he gets his tail handed to him. So
0: Exactly. According to legend, it was created by Eng Mui, an abbess who taught her student Yim Wing Chun as a means to defend herself against unwanted advances. And according to that Man, Wing Chung is to maintain one's flexibility and softness all the while keeping in the strength to fight back, much like the flexible nature of Bamboo. So, there you go. Y'all, y'all, what was Ip Man, the real Ip Man, not Donnie Yen's Ip Man? What was his job? Uh,
2: you know, honestly, I have no clue. Judging from the movie, I just thought he was like, you know, uh, it, it received an inheritance, was like an aristocrat, very wealthy, had like a house that looked like a, you know, a college library or something. But, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe uh, he, he really, uh, you know, gapped up old boy with the uh, the thing that like the Swiffer. So I'm going to guess and say janitor.
0: Ooh, no, he was not. He was rich and he didn't need the work, but he did work. Kobe, what was his job?
1: I, this is just a guess. I was wondering that myself as I was watching the movie.
0: I'm going to say uh, he was a doctor. No, he was a police officer. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. That on Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, I know. Okay. So it's 1 1. Right now, next one is Toby. <laughs> Does Donnie Yen know how to break dance?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Yep, according to uh, Wikipedia, Donnie Yen, he could do everything, including break dance.
1: I mean, you could, yeah, well, you could put anything
0: after. Does Donnie Yen know how to? <laughs> exactly. Uh, y'all, y'all, was Ip Man really born in Foshan?
2: You know, uh, from what I'm learning, I don't even know if uh, Sean was a real place. I'm getting the real kind of Whoville vibe of, uh, you know, like Toby, I believe, mentioned that everybody is, you know, like, my master fights this style and, that, you know, they live and die for it. So I, I don't even know. You know, I'm a skeptic. Uh,
0: I'm going to say no. He was. No. Oh. He was. Yep. Sorry. See, I'm starting to get into your yeah. head. My, <laughs>
2: on- my honor. Yeah. My students <laughs> won't respect <Right>. me now.
0: Right. <laughs> Oh man, he was. Oh, well, was he? Oh, oh wait, no, he was. Yep, Foshan, Guangdong, China. So yes. All right, Toby. in Ip Man Three says Ip Man face off against Mike Tyson.
1: I while I would love to see this in like a legit staged in the legit way. I can't wrap my head around this ever happening in the with the the way that Mike Tyson does comic relief. Now, like uh, I'm saying no,
0: no, y'all, y'all.
2: I've seen it. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I believe. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's at month three where he, uh, he faces up against uh, Mike Tyson oh, yeah. for a stretch there oh, <laughs> in the great Chinese defeat of uh, American Ooh. imperialism. Um,
1: <laughs> great.
2: Yeah. And I, and, uh, and uh, it, it was a letdown. I'll be honest. Kind of like, what yeah, you said. Yeah. You know, but you know, whatever it's, you know, I've spent two hours in much worse ways in my life. So yeah.
0: Well you think about it, Mike Tyson, while he's a boxer, it's not like he's a he's a performer with boxing, right? Like he's Yeah, he's not like a wrestler. Yeah.
1: Did you ever watch the Tyson biography? Or the you know, the one the documentary? Mm-hmm. I told about
2: the I haven't seen the documentary. I've seen like the biopic from the nineties, right? Oh now. yeah. It's no, this is the documentary that
1: soldiers. came out mid two thousands or whatever. Um is it good? it was quite good but like it was interesting cuz at the end he was just fighting for money and he was just getting demolished in the ring but he'd be like here's 10 million dollars Mike if you show up and he'd just show up on you know not ready to fight and just get crushed and
2: yeah did you see that video of him recently where he's kind of like he's really emotional and he's talking about how like life feels kind of worthless to him now that you know he he loves fighting he loves the feeling he gets from it and so now he's kind of he feels i don't want to say the term would be neutered but kind of like his legs are out from under him so um yeah i mean i and especially you know after getting knocked around like that for so long i can't even imagine where you know how your brain gets from a to z you know it's i'm sure it's a interesting path
1: i have a i have a friend who was really good at baseball apparently when he was like 11 years old and he still talks about it. Like he hasn't quite gotten over it. (laughs) Like that. He can't, Uh, he's no longer a star baseball player.
0: Was that me? I can't, (laughs) you haven't got, you're you're
1: another one. Um, Y'all, y'all just so you know, um, Bob was quite the, stellar baseball player but he never won an mvp award to my knowledge so
0: no i, I was blocked by toby's dad who is the coach that continued to <laughs> deny me opportunities because he gave him to toby because yeah. that's how he expressed affection and then right. by yeah, well
1: by, yeah. it, when he you're no secret about it either he's like you can't help your son who can you help like <laughs>
2: When your son one day consults on your biopic, you can uh, be the star and the coach of the team. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: you know? Like it'll be the whole thing. It'll just be like a revenge fantasy against <laughs> uh, a Toby's family. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, let's get into some movie questions. Uh, y'all, y'all have you so we've gone through about four martial arts movies we're at the end of our kind of journey so we've seen both of the the raids and drunken master have you seen those movies
2: uh i have seen both of the raids but are you talking about the jackie chan drunken yeah, master the, yeah uh, from uh, from the legend of drunken master or like late 70s it's been a while since i've seen that but i i have seen that movie
0: and then there's also the 1994 drunken master 2 legend of drunken master so okay, so you're you're familiar enough with the different styles, yes. enough for this question. Okay, so we've seen multiple fighting styles this month, from salat in the raid one and two to drunken boxing to wing chun. So I'm going to ask you, what's your favorite style and why? Y'all, y'all. why about you first?
2: Of those, I really like wing chun because it seems so, uh, you know, it's so calm and it's such controlled chaos. And uh, really, my, I think one of my favorite things about it is just like the chain punches. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's that rapid, you know. But uh, I I really like Wing Chun out of this.
1: And Toby? I have trouble, like, separating the style from the movie, but I I agree. Like, just style-wise, Wing Chun is kind of, like, more like me because I I view myself as, like, somebody who's powerful and humble and, like... (laughs) If I were to, like, Sorry destroy you, oh, yeah. I wouldn't tell you I'm going to destroy you. I'm just yeah. going to come. You're going to, like, turn around and be dead. Like,
0: that, So so if you had your choice, you'd be a Wing Chun master. Yes. Mm-hmm. Same thing with you, y'all, you y'all? Uh,
2: I mean, I'd just be satisfied being a yellow belt or something. <laughs> I'd, I'd take it. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I. that's what I would study in if, you know. If I wasn't a bum, I guess. <laughs> right, that's right.
0: If we could like drop you into the Matrix chair and just like plug that in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know Wing Chun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so here's a question about uh, Ip Man's house. So do you think he lived in a church? Because it didn't seem like his house had any rooms in it at all. So I don't know if this is normal in China or not. Y'all, y'all, what do you think about it Man's house?
2: I actually, I had a question for uh, you all is that my understanding of it, that his house is what they turn into the fighting uh, center. I, I couldn't tell. Oh. I know the Japanese. Took so. him, and that's why he's like living in squalor afterwards. But I, I couldn't figure it out. But I, uh, I mean, he very well might live in a church. The only counterpoint to that is, uh, you know, if he did live in a church, pretty missed opportunity for having a scene where they're running across the pews and fighting one another. Um, that would be, you know, pretty, uh, pretty satisfying. But
1: the one question, it's more of like a historical cultural question. Were there churches in China? Like, I mean, you're it looks like a Christian church, but.
0: Yeah, it's kind of it, has, it just has like an open floor plan, right? There's like no like rooms or anything in there and it's just like it it almost seems like they were living in his wife's like (laughs) antique shop where she just had all this stuff that she didn't want broken and so in real life he did not lose his house like that i don't believe second question uh, or no third question what do you guys think the most impressive fight scene y'all y'all
2: Again, I hate to sound like a uh, you know a parrot, that 10v1 that fight scene um, in the, I don't know what you call that place, the tournament house or uh, uh, whatever you want to call it. That's just a, a classic scene. Um, but what I would say is on this watch through, that, uh, that introductory fight with Bandit, who I had his name somewhere over here, but it slips me. The, the guy who um, was the other master of the Northern style, I believe. Um, but I saw in that fight where, you know, he's kind of has like certain refrain when he's fighting him, but he's doing moves that he actually is doing later where he's following through. So like where he has the guy's head and he doesn't actually like turn his skull into mashed potatoes, but there's different moves he does, which I just said never paid attention to before where it's kind of like i don't know foreshadowing's right word or it's kind of a hint at like things he'll do later but i mean yeah there's not a bad fight scene in this thing what do you think
1: so i i love the final one with the general i mean partly because i just wanted that guy to get his comeuppance and i wanted the his his assistant who shot the guy I wanted him to die. And, um, and like when the, the people presumably like killed all the soldiers, you know, during that uprising, like it was a good, like every, all the bad guys got their comeuppance basically. And the fight was awesome. It was on that raised bed thing. And, um, there were some really neat, like things, one where, uh, uh Donnie's, uh, like falling or it Ip- man's like falling off, but he's like holding on with his yes. leg. And, you know, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, there's some really neat, things that happened um and then he does the fast fist of fury or whatever you call it that you know just crush him at the end of the fight you know
0: so i think if we're ever part of uh, an occupying army i think the first thing that we need to not do is have a tournament that we're fighting in like <laughs> in front of like the the population because right, you yes, might yeah lead, <laughs> you know
2: and you know with the way things are going it's a possibility that we might be fighting for rice soon i don't know things are getting kind of dicey. <laughs>
0: Well, I think the food's not the, the big... Because I work in the food chain type of so retail grocery. Like, food's not really the thing that might break down. But it's stuff that really depends on imports. Like, all of our food supply is really internal. So we don't have to really worry. But if you're worried about stuff that, that includes, like, doodads and baubles that are from China and stuff like that, that's where it's, like, it's mm-hmm. going to be interesting. For instance, I was talking to somebody that was uh, that's involved with, like, Di- uh, dietary supplements and they're talking about all the vitamin c comes from china you know so what happens like you can't get vitamin c for your emergency you know down right. the line like months down the line that's office chairs from amazon or some stuff like that is really going to be the issue so we're going to be fighting for emergency packets yes, maybe yeah. you know
2: <laughs> and at the and at the end, after I win, I'll just put an orange by it, just to represent the OG. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: All right, let's get into another trivia slash game break. So this is about 2008, 2008 quiz. Y'all, y'all was in, a freshman in college. Toby and I were making our fortunes in Minneapolis, St. Paul. So here is a question about that year. Okay, first question. You guys are still tied from the last quiz, so we are going to see who's going to win it all. Y'all, y'all, what premiered in 2008? Breaking Bad, The Big Bang Theory, The IT Crowd, or Jonas?
2: Hmm. I'm going to go with Breaking Bad. That would be my guess.
0: Oh, you are correct. Ding ding ding. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Toby. All right. Which app slash service did not exist in two thousand eight? Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Hulu, or Netflix? Hulu. That is incorrect. It was Instagram. Did not Oh man. Oh yeah. We could've we could have invented it. We live in much different lives. Go ahead, yell all y'all.
2: Yeah, and Hulu was free back then. That's oh, right. When it it was first just came out. Yeah, it was just had commercials. You know, oh, yeah. It had ads, and you could tune in and watch whatever.
0: Y'all, y'all, complete this Katy Perry lyric. I kissed a girl, and I liked it. The taste of her Rimmel lip, go- uh, Rimmel lip gloss, cherry chapstick, or yummy lip balm. Oh, you know, I'm going to have to go with
2: cherry chapstick, I believe, on that one. Yeah.
0: Yep, you are correct. Wow, well Woo-hoo-hoo. done. <laughs> yeah. Katy Perry yeah all right i think well i think you're gonna win this all but this is for pride toby twilight hit theaters in 2008 named the vampire and werewolf who vied for bella swan's affections was it aaron and jonas aiden and jeremiah edward and jacob or was it toby and y'all <laughs>
1: it's it's been a long time since i vied for affection um but i'm gonna go with edward and jacob
0: That is correct. That is correct.
1: I know that Edward became one of the most popular baby names right around there, and I know that because we were having a baby right in there.
0: Oh, really? Mm -hmm. And Jacob has been very popular for the last few years. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, been a big
2: hit since uh, what the Old Testament.
0: (laughs) I (laughs) guess so. I guess that's true. I bet you got a lot of Jacobs in your classes, y'all. Y'all like all Jacobs and Edwards. Yeah,
2: we get weird names, but um, no, actually, I don't think I've ever taught a Jacob, and this is like my seventh year. So,
0: really, not even a wait. Jake? I
2: got a Jacob right now, and hopefully, he never sees this because then he'll be severely insulted. But uh, you know, I, I, oh, yeah, okay. I've had one in there. I've had a lot more uh, Logans for some reason, I, and this is really, you know, they were born pre Logan Paul but i can only imagine there'll be a, a sea of logans now so
0: toby should it man have gotten something more in return for his investment in the cotton mill
1: <laughs>
0: no i think like he saved
1: all of he inspired all of china to to revolt against the Japanese imperial blah blah blah. He, he got he got exactly what he wanted, and he didn't need the money anyway.
0: I guess so. But what do you think, y'all? Y'all would you have at least asked for like a fifty now and then? Like
2: you know, one of the things I think is really funny is that scene where he's walking through the mill, and the guy's like, "Oh, you know, you you own part of this, or you know," and he's like, "I don't need anything." And then the guy like. Kind of casually, and I get the implication he might have gone half on it or something. Like it seems like he's a serious. I'll give you ten percent, you know, at least ten percent. So, you know, I I don't know. He he. I didn't see him get paid for anything. Uh, you know, that he never saw anybody give him a potato or what. You know, anything for (laughs) all those mass classes he was teaching. So I I I think he could have used a little money, but I guess the uh, the whole thing is like, did any of them in this movie, this kind of fictional historical. You know, whatever it is that they've created, do they even have the money to give him?
0: But they had food. I would have at least uh, tried to get my wife and child there to eat, right? And he's just like...
1: right.
2: Well, and then they have that really sneaky scene where Ipmon's walking through the market, and everybody's like, "Oh, my finest vase! Oh, the flowers!" Uh-huh. You know, and everybody's being so nice. And then at the end, the guy's like, "Oh, like when are one of the group classes going to start?" Um, and then he's like, "Wait, uh, what?" So you know, I guess they, you know the maybe off screen or, you know, somewhere in between the scenes, they, they showed him some, uh, financial affection by giving him what they could, but I, I think he should have gotten a little more. I mean, he, uh, he did single-handedly lead. Uh, what is it that the byline of the movie is something like one man against, uh, an era or something like that so
0: yeah sure got a little bit more i agree <laughs> all right and then toby is the moral of, of this movie is to always support your husband ho- husband's hobbies is that... oh i wish
1: i wish that was a message that i could communicate to my wife <laughs> <laughs>
0: Though, because like at the end, I don't know if you remember, she was just like crying. it's Like I never, I always like interrupted his practicing and stuff like that, and all I should have, I should have been more supportive of him. And now he's on this duel to the death, and so I don't yeah, know. I, I didn't buy it though. Is like um yeah.
1: I would, I don't think I think if she went back, she wouldn't have changed a thing. I think it was just like this in the moment, her husband's gonna die, and she was yeah, like I should have let him train more. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and it's even like he almost waits for her permission to do things. There's the, uh, you know, the scene where he's, um, in the beginning where he's trying to eat dinner and the guy's like, Oh, I'll sit here and watch you eat dinner. And, uh, Mm -hmm. it seems kind of like he's, I don't know if he's waiting for his wife's approval or not, but, uh, you know, she sends a little kid in there on his tricycle and yeah. You know, so I, I don't know. He seems pretty, uh, pretty respectful. I mean, he, uh, he yoked up those three guys whenever they're like, oh, so pretty, uh, whenever they came to find him.
0: Oh, um, yeah, that's right.
2: So I didn't, I didn't answer the question at all, but you know,
0: yeah. So I guess the answer is yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. Sure. We'll, we'll no, go with you. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And if you made it this far in the episode, you can email uh, me at agenthipsternetwork at gmail.com. Or an apology. I'll send it to you. <laughs> no, but I thought that was interesting because she was definitely did not like his fighting until she got pissed off. It's like go kick his ass it, man. Go get him. Yes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> then it was okay. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, don't, don't break anything. I'll pay. Um, in real, in, in real life, they got divorced, uh-huh. I think. And he ended up moving to Hong Kong by himself, I believe. All right. And then the last question is uh would you love to have just like a kung fu road in your town y'all y'all it's like going outside and there's just all these schools just wow 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 you know
2: <laughs> oh i don't know i think i'd be scared i'm uh i've never been much of a fighter I, i'm not very fast but i will always run away from an altercation so i think i you know my anxiety would be ran- it would be cool if i could be one of like the the townspeople watching these fights but um yeah, and I don't even know what that would even look like here with MMA and everything. I It would be entertaining, but I would be, you know, I'd have to wear a diaper around town probably because I'd constantly be on the verge of <laughs> peeing my pants. So. Uh, I don't know. What do y'all think?
1: What do you think, Toby? I was wondering, uh, y'all, y'all, like uh, Kung Fu Road is cool. What other roads would you like to see in your town?
2: Uh,
0: freestyle road? Yeah, free,
2: yeah the hobbyist road. Uh, I'd like to see like a crafting road. Uh, with <laughs> all the uh the Pinterest goddesses and I guess there's some gentlemen out there and uh you know see all the cool uh crocheting and whatnot and um maybe you know I mean there's already some roads of areas where it's like this is the road you go to to get into trouble or you know this is the road mm-hmm. where uh you can drive as fast as you want without getting worried but uh, you know i don't know in this day it's so digital now that you know it almost seems like our you know kung fu roads are like you know certain trending hashtags on instagram or you know twitter threads um
0: selfie road selfie road
2: yeah
0: to selfie road (laughs) (laughs) and there's then there's like a couple restaurant or there's just like a couple tables a beach um you know some <laughs> other stuff like a clothing store like a
2: pool dangerous situations you can stand on like the edge of a crocodile pit or like i'm right. a really high building with no guardrail yeah, yeah you know i can see selfie road right? I, I think that i'll steal your uh your option i'll, I'll support
1: there, you know as it happens there are businesses that are like like a, a store where you pay to go in and to take selfies and they have all that stuff set up like so it's ready selfie ready and it's a thing
2: Oh, nice wow all right wow that's awesome about that wow
0: all right now we're to our end open agenda do you guys have anything that you would like to talk about
1: i was thinking um so i i uh i'm kind of into japanese history like uh imperial history like kind of pre-world war ii and this movie ends with a surprising end to me because i was like basically they're like and then the Chinese ended World War Two is pretty much how it end how the movie ended.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, like, and then China won World War Two. Right. Like,
1: is that really how they teach history there? And I'm sure they do. And you know, we teach it the, the different way here. And uh it struck me as like just this, you know, cultural, what do you call it? Cultural centric what it whatever, like like everybody, culture centric, yeah. Yeah, everybody sees things through their own perspective and um It was interesting to see that, and then I, uh, you know, I read a book about Japan. Japan. It was a book about the final days of Japan and the days after after World War II, after they surrendered and stuff. Kind of similar. The interesting thing to me about Japan, one interesting thing. I mean, it's just fascinating stuff. But like after World War II, the people. So there were like generals in the military that decided to do their ceremonial uh, suicide thing, and their wives joined them, and like um, where they. I think it's called Haraki or whatever and it's really gory. I won't even describe it. <laughs> it's nasty. But um but then there were generals that decided not to do that and those generals became the CEOs of uh, uh Toyota Motor Company and like, you know, the big corporations and I don't know. Like that just got all got me thinking about that stuff.
0: Um you know, if you're interested, there is um, a podcast out there called Hardcore History, and it's made by Dan Carlin. And he is going through the war in the Pacific. And these are like basically audiobooks. Like he puts out one every six months. I mean, because it takes so long to make. And so I think he's through number two or three. And he I think you would really like if you like Japanese history, he talks a lot about the beginning. He talks a lot about the Chinese this this war, the uh, Chinese Japanese war before the u.s enters the scene mm-hmm. and so i i would just have that recommendation as well Deep. for everybody including you
1: toby yeah, to check out you know what's also interesting and this is kind of like around the world but japan was not they were very isolated up through about i want to say the late 1800s like they did not want to do have anything to do with anybody and then i think the u.s showed up with their warships one day and they're like
0: you're, the Great White Fleet, or something. Yeah, you're like gonna that. have something to do Commodore with Commodore
1: Um, You know, we're gonna <laughs> trade with you, and here's the deal: you're gonna get. And then that's kind of what exposed them to the world. And I think like that is part of like what triggered them to be so imperial, because they're like, well, if we don't go do that,
0: somebody's gonna come get us. Um, yep. Until China beat them in World War Two, right? According yeah, to Hitman, well, yeah. <laughs> until one man in uh, Foshan, China, stood up to sure. them and like beat them in, right? the <laughs> one if, and if you tournament of, and they're like, we're done.
1: Yeah, exactly. And if you think of it like from the U.S. perspective, we don't learn anything about the China-Japanese conflict.
0: Oh, not that much. I think we learn a little bit about like the Rape of Nanking, and we just know enough that we can be like, oh, the Japanese were really bad but we don't know much more than that.
2: Yeah, and in terms of the ending of the movie, I'll say it kind of ends the movie, the structure of the movie has this weird I mean, I love the fight with the general, but the uh the 10 man fight is so crazy that uh, Yeah,
0: it should be the end.
2: Yeah, it's kind of uh you know, it, it it just nothing matches that level of intensity, but where they end the movie, I at least wanted to see, you know, the crowd just like ripping the you know the the japanese guards apart or something you know because clearly it was about to get very hairy and um i wanted to see that too and you know and i one character who i think i never really paid too much attention to i always thought he was kind of a you know schmuck is uh the translator Mm -hmm. i felt for him this time around and they show him at the very end you know he turns the gun on the uh I don't know that guy's name.
0: Colonel Sado. Yeah, um, that was the, the yeah,
2: and that guy's a chump. And you see him kind of like the moment where he uh, he shoots him. Uh, he has a look where it's like, oh, you can tell this guy's going to be dealing with this the rest of his life because he's kind of been in the ringer. What What do you think about that guy? Right. Do you uh, do you think he was? just trying to get by or do you think he was doing a little bit too much for the japanese
0: i mean i think something like that is really easy so i i could totally understand he's doing enough to get by because he they had that scene where in his house he he was taking care of all these people and so if i was placed in a similar situation i could very well do the same thing if i'm thinking i'm doing this for my family and so once you start doing that taking a next step of like helping arrange fights because it seems like the occupying forces spent most of their time just in this dojo and they're (laughs) they're just having fights. Yeah. uh, yeah, Coal miners. uh, uh, But I could see where it'd be, it'd be really tough that once you make that decision to, to, to do that, to save your, save your life and also your family that you're going to do, you're going to go a little bit too far and there's also that
2: aspect that really convenient plot point about the coal mine where they're just trying to explain why there's so many masters there and they're just like oh the guy who runs this place <laughs> he just loves martial arts and he knows how disciplined so, everybody is so, uh conveniently like
0: in the future like when the country like burns <laughs> down uh, i'll just be hiring nothing but nba players yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like oh yeah come on lebron yeah, yeah sh- sh- shove some c- coal for me yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> Basketball contest,
2: (laughs) yes, yes. Um, but Canada will be putting them on.
0: All right, I think it's time for what we've been all waiting for. It's time for our freestyle. Are you ready?
2: I'll do my best. Are you ready? All right,
0: all right, all right. DJ one two is that what they did in eight mile?
2: Something like that. Spin
0: it. 45 seconds on here, right? Is that what, yeah, honesty?
2: yeah, that, you know, 12 bars.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, let me tell you a little story about it, ma. This one ain't messing around. So whenever the Japanese arrived in this town, he just tried to keep his head down. So the center Japanese war had occurred. Even it It Mom was rich and rocking first. He lived in a library or it might occur. He lived in a church, but who am I to know? So the movie dropped back in 08. It mom when it comes to Wing Chun, was a great. He only wanted to fight in times of peace. But when it came to war, it really wasn't beneath. Uh I'm trying to find the beat again. It mom, trying to find the feet again. If he fights 10 man, then he's taking a potato. But if I fought 10, then I might have a tomato. Uh I'm trying to find the beat again. It Montevideo by a woman, yeah. Uh, so if you try to bring the style to me and I roll my sleeves up, then you know what's going down.
0: Good job. That that great job, y'all. Thank you, wow. well, thank you,
2: Toby, on the ones and twos back there.
0: Um, wow, that was great. <laughs> that was a good. That that was fantastic. I
2: did my best. Thank you for having me. Um, this has yeah. been fun.
0: Well, at the end of each show, we rate the movies that we have watched during this time. The there's not a real uh, standardized uh, set of criteria that we're using. It's mainly just where we are right now. All right, so Toby, where do you where do you think Itman's going to be?
1: I put It Man at number three. So I have it, uh, Bowfinger number one still, Love Actually number two, and then Drunken Master at number four. Uh, so Dirty Rotten Scoundrels is getting pushed down in my
0: list. Oh man, that is crazy. I think I'm gonna put Itman oh, This stuff. I'm gonna put it below he I'm gonna put it at number five. Number five. So my top five is Bowfinger, always be my maybe, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, The Raid Redemption, and Ip Man. And so I think it is I think it is a kind of a more enjoyable movie than Le- Legend of Drunken Master, but I still love the Raid so much that because I think if I had a, a style that I could do is you know Salat, if I could, I don't know. Maybe I just view myself as a more aggressive person instead of <laughs> like stopping just before you hit someone, and there they would just be like ripping your head off and like jumping on <laughs> it, you know, like
2: throwing you <laughs> down well, an
0: elevator shaft um, or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. You pick up that brick and just bash that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I thought it was a really great movie. Um, I don't know. Do we have an episode, Toby, where we? kind of redo all of our ratings or we just live with them because i think dirty round scoundrels is still still up there it's still good though it's still good
1: it's interesting yeah what time does to this list you know i always look at this list as totally fluid like i might mix it up next time based on how i'm feeling next sunday you know
0: (laughs) toby's still feeling love actually right
1: yeah well that's the thing today i'm like eh, maybe i push it down i'm feeling pretty good about it but the further we get away from christmas i go eh, you
0: know (laughs) and then christmas comes and it's right back on top exactly just just crying just being like oh i just want to be hugh grant just going around to everyone's house Yeah. yeah
1: speaking of that there was i saw on cnn today there was a woman who did the love actually thing to her mom and they both one of them is, is in quarantine or whatever it was really sweet oh that
0: is pretty that is pretty sweet all right i wonder if there's a way that we can do a guest list mm. like, and so they have uh, to yeah. just rate it in there so we might have to start with y'all y'all all right where would you put "You've Got Mail," y'all? Y'all. I
1: see
2: it dead last, and I agree with that. That movie really does not <laughs> hold up. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, all right. it's all around pretty bad. Um, I'm gonna. I want to keep Bowfinger number one. Actually, I saw that you guys were doing that, and I, I was a little bummed out when the the slots were filled because that's a classic.
0: Oh, that's such a good one. All right, so Love Actually. Okay, so maybe we go from the "You've Got Mail," right? <laughs> in and out have you seen that before or no no
2: i can i just give you like a top five because some of these I haven't. Seen.
0: yeah that'd be good um
2: all right so we'll go with bowfinger at number one uh i'm gonna have to put did you do both of the raids or just the second one both okay then i'll have to put the raid at number two uh i'm gonna do dirty rotten scoundrels at number three the raid two at number four and then i'm gonna have to put clueless maybe at number five i haven't seen it Ooh. since i was a kid um or you know a teen but uh, i did <laughs> i did like that movie um and it got me onto uh Brittany murphy the Brittany murphy train so uh those would be my top five
0: well here we are we're at the end y'all y'all thank you so much for coming on i really appreciate it. toby and elias thank you for coming on poor little buddy he's been sleeping in toby's arms the whole time and so let's call it a day. Thank you for listening to the agent hipster rewatch. The agent Hipster to rewatch is produced, written by Bob Serrano and Toby crimes edited by Bob Serrano theme song written by Ryan Reed. If you like the show, please share with a friend. We would appreciate it. Join us back next week when we are tackling major league, which we thought originally we'd hit the beginning of the baseball season, but <laughs> maybe not. So anyways, thank you and have a good night.